0: I think that every single podcast or blog in the world that talks about or to working mums talks about mum guilt at one point or another. It is real, it is heavy and it is the topic of our episode today and I hope that you find this episode informative and useful and that you use the practices that I offer in it to help you to feel lighter and less guilty and to take you closer to being the mum and the employee and the wife and the friend and the manager you want to be and you can be without guilt. Are you feeling overrun and wrung out by the juggle of being a working mum? Do you just wish that you could be calmer and more patient at work and when you come home to your family? But there are so many things that need to be done, and there are so many expectations on you. Do you wish you just had the space and the time and the capacity to be able to make choices that you know would leave you feeling healthier and happier, but you just don't have any wiggle room? Welcome to the Managing Mum Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, a working mum of two with a very busy, very active life. As a qualified personal trainer and a wellbeing coach, and as a mum who has felt all of these things, my aim is to help you learn how to manage the juggle so that you can feel healthier and happier and lighter, and you can build great relationships at work and at home, and so that you can move closer to that ever-elusive work-life balance. While I may well offer suggestions such as taking a bubble bath, I'm also going to help you figure out how to do it without feeling guilty. So run that bath, tie up your mumbun and lock the bathroom door. We're learning how to juggle. Gosh, we're in the fifth episode of... <laughs> The Managing Mum podcast, and I am having so much fun putting these episodes together and sharing them with you. So, if you want to be the first to know about an episode, or if you'd like to be on my mailing list to receive any other free stuff I might have to offer, please send me a DM with your email address and I'll add you to the list. I promise not to inundate you with endless emails, but just to keep you abreast of what's happening over here and to let you know when the next episode is on its way out, what it's about, and to give you an opportunity to be the first to know. Guilt is an emotion that I have been familiar with for a lot of my life. I grew up in and I now also live in a country where we have a hugely unequal distribution of wealth. Poverty is on our doorstep and I've always been aware of it and have been driven to do something about it. That is another story about my life in a different arena of my life, a different stage of my life. But in a way, when it comes to that kind of guilt around poverty, around my privilege, I've been able to kind of assuage it by setting up a charity in zimbabwe for instance or being involved in various things being able to donate money or my time and then to be honest actually being able to close the door at the end of the day and not have it have the the cause of my guilt kind of right there in, in front of my face when it comes to motherhood though and mum guilt this is not so easy, is it? We can't close the door at the end of the day and um, kind of focus on where we are because our motherhood, our state of motherhood, our state of being a working mum is with us all the time. I titled this episode um, Letting Go of Guilt when we are leaving our children at home uh, because we have just come out of the school holidays and the children had their first day back at school this week. At the beginning of the holidays, I was so excited. I thought, oh, no more lunchboxes, no school lifts for three weeks. I kind of had all these plans of what I was going to achieve during the school holidays. And then suddenly there they were, these children at home and where they went off in the morning and had fun and saw their friends and were engaged and um, entertained. Suddenly they were around all the time and... Because I have this incredible freedom of being able to spend time with them, because I work from home and I work for myself, I suddenly felt like, gosh, I need to do stuff with them. I have the option of spending time with them, so I have to. But I also have clients to keep happy. I have work to do. I have household chores to do. I have, you know, things that need to get done. And I mean, I feel like I have experienced. Mum guilt in every shape way or form that it may show up so in that moment feeling guilty about them and their time and spending time with them i have felt guilty about going to work i have felt guilty about not working i have felt guilty about going for a run i felt guilty about having a bath i felt guilty about not needing to stay in bed when i was sick really sick I felt it about not earning enough money. I felt it about not giving enough time to my children, not doing the extra activities the children needed that the teacher gave me to, to practice with them during the holidays, being irritated with them and walking out the door at night time without showering them in kisses and telling them how much I love them, etc., etc., etc. In comparison to the other guilt that I felt and to other forms of guilt, mum guilt if we look at it as the definition of what is mum guilt, this is the name that is given to feelings of guilt that women experience in relation to their children. And our children are with us all of the time, whether they are physically with us, they are with us mentally and emotionally all of the time, which means that we are suddenly carrying around this emotion the majority of the time too. We may not necessarily be feeling guilty about the children and then that can then lead to its own feeling of guilty that we're not feeling guilty. There is just this kind of tension when it comes to mum guilt. So if it's something that we are feeling in relation to our children, it's that feeling or that worry that we should be doing more or that we're not doing enough as a mum. It can spring out of comparison. There's a great episode on comparison, um, a couple of episodes back. I think have a look at that it, when when you're thinking about where does my mum guilt come from. If it comes from comparison, go back to that episode and see if that might help you. Those kind of feelings of inadequacy that that creep in when you see other mums doing crafts. I'm not a crafty mum. I'm not that one who sits with my children and glitters and sticks things together and I just it's not my thing. So often I will see other mums doing that or see things that children have made and be like oh I'm not doing these things. It can also be rooted in the type of parent you want to be. That kind of doubt that comes in when you drop your child off at school every morning longing to be present with them instead of always having to finish up a work project and that that kind of tussle between I want to be this kind of mum, but I also need to do this so we have this desire to be with our children to not leave them but we also perhaps have this need to work or a desire to work I love my work I really long to perform at my job and to have an impact and I love being with my clients and so even guilt around my desire to work should I not need to but most of us need to work and so there are these kind of these mixed feelings over leaving our children. Brene Brown who I've mentioned before looks at this difference that's quite important to look into is that there's actually A difference between guilt and shame and I will talk a little bit deeper about this just now but the difference between guilt and shame is that guilt focuses on your behavior whereas shame focuses on yourself as a person but guilt can lead to shame and I think that's where we need to just make sure that we're not getting ourselves into the situation where guilt is actually leading us into shame about ourselves as a person. My guilt about being privileged led to shame around the kind of person I was if I wasn't giving or doing for those less privileged than me. So there was this guilt around my situation and then around my behavior, which then led to a shame around the kind of person I was. My guilt about not doing the activities I should be doing with my child might lead me to feelings of shame about my role as a mother, my personal Charlotte role as this mother, the kind of person I am as a mother. And I think that is where the crucial part lies. I could go on and on about mum guilt, what it is, how it presents, etc, etc. But I do think that we all know that part of mum guilt intimately what I really wanted to focus on today is the word should or the word must that is also a part of our vocabulary around many emotions but today focusing on that guilt. Going back to Brene Brown then who is offering that reflection on the difference between guilt and shame. She says that guilt is adaptive and helpful It's holding something we've done, or we fail to do, up against our values and feeling a psychological discomfort in that behaviour. And she defines shame as an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging something we we've experienced, something we've done or something that we've failed to do is unworthy of connection. So you can see how guilt is this um, this kind of quite useful emotion actually. it is, Um, nudging us to look at something that we've done and that we hold against our values that doesn't meet our values. Whereas shame is a much deeper, deeper experience of feeling that now as a result of that behavior, we are unworthy of love and belonging. It's really interesting because reading this and based on these definitions, my thinking around mum guilt has shifted a lot. If guilt is holding something we have done or failed to do against our values and feeling discomfort in the comparison between the behavior, the action and our values, then we can make changes. We can see that this behavior doesn't meet up with our expectations. And I believe that in this space, we still have the capacity to choose how we then respond. If there is that psychological discomfort for us, perhaps we're not meeting our expectations, but we have the space to look for where we are meeting these values, where we are doing things well, where we perhaps can give ourselves a little bit of grace on the journey. It can also encourage us to do something about it, to adapt and to use it as that kind of helpful prodder if you will to do something differently if we are feeling shame on the other hand i really believe that this is a deeper more destructive emotion that can cause us to actually get really stuck it's not productive it's not um it doesn't allow for adaptation when we feel shame we start to believe that there's actually something fundamentally wrong with us. We don't believe that we are worthy of love and belonging, of connection, as Brown says. When we are feeling shame, the impact is deeper moving us towards more destructive behaviors rather than a solution to the situation that guilt might have provided us with, perhaps. And this fear of being unworthy of disconnection can actually in the long run cause us to do the things that in the end create that very thing that we feared. When we're feeling shame, we often do things that cause disconnection, that make us um, a little bit more unloved than if we were behaving out of security, out of confidence, out of um, joy in who we are. Going back to those those shoulds and those musts, and then looking at how they relate to guilt. When we have thoughts of should or must, I'm interested for all of us to think about what are we measuring these up against? Are we looking at our behavior or our thinking or our feeling against our values? Or are we looking at them And holding them up against other people and what they are doing. How they are being as a mother. Or are we holding them up against what others or what society says that we should be. That word should that comes up so often. Yeah and as I say are we measuring ourselves up against our values. And can we use that discomfort. That psychological discomfort that comes with not meeting the mark against our values to help us adapt and to do things differently. An example of this is, for me, is around my work and my relationship with my children. I often feel guilty about going to work and leaving them. This holiday I did experience this quite a lot. At the beginning of the holiday, I found myself feeling guilty, feeling ill at ease when I left for work or when I needed to close the door to my office and said to them that they can't come in. But when I think about guilt from Brown's perspective, from Brown's way of defining it, I've really been able to change my thoughts around it and it's been incredible. I took a bit of time, as I do love to do, being curious about the guilt that I was feeling. What was the story I had in my head that was causing this feeling? What value was I holding my behavior up against that was making me feel that discomfort? What I realized here was that I I actually wasn't really holding it against a value of mine, but rather against some of the shoulds and the musts that I had in my head. You should be spending more time with them because you have the privilege of doing so. You must be doing more activities with them. You should be able to keep them entertained, keep them happy, engage with them, invest in them and do all your work. You should stay up later. You must work harder. And there was chaos in my head that just actually caused chaos at home as I ummed and aahed and went back and forth, not standing firm in the choices that I was making, being wishy-washy and actually leaving them unsure of whether I was coming or going. I would be going and then they'd say, oh, mommy, stay. So then I'd say, okay, I'll stay for five more minutes and then I'd be going and then I'd stay. And these children (laughs) didn't know where my boundary was. So when I stopped, and held my behavior up against my values my thoughts and my feelings around this changed for me work is a joy and a privilege I have had the incredible good fortune of an education that allows me to do my job and my job is a part of my purpose a part of my God-given plan for my life on this earth And contribution is one of my most important values. I believe that working, whether this be working at a job or as a volunteer or in the home or whatever kind of contribution you might give, is vitally important. It is something that my children will have to do one day. And I also believe that I am the model for life for them. I um, modeling for them how one behaves and how they will behave one day. As such, them seeing me go off to work every day actually showcases to them the behavior that I hope that they will carry out one day in relation to that value of contribution, both to their workplace, to their clients, to their home, to their children. As a result, in this respect, I've adapted my behavior by actually keeping to my time to go to work, saying goodbye with love and with confidence. I'm going to work now, I love you and I will see you later. And I've been able to do this by adapting the way that I feel to a feeling that I'm actually doing my children a service by modelling my value to them. This also comes up when I think about going for a run. Health is one of my other values. And when I go for a run, I am moving my body. I have some time for me. I'm clearing my head. I'm meeting or or kind of fulfilling that value of health, as well as actually making myself a better person for those around me. In this instance, I think I'm probably more feeling guilty that I am leaving my husband to look after the children. But I also realize that I am a better person when I've been for a run. And so this actually serves him rather than it being a pain. And it again models my value of health to my children and to my husband. I was trying to think about an example where this guilt might not be so easily explained or shifted and I was thinking this might be when I am ratty at the end of the day and I get frustrated with the children when they don't do not do what I need them to do or go to bed when I want them to and then I was thinking again actually that this is an opportunity for another lesson in life for our children, for our husbands, for ourselves. I'm sure that many of you have listened to podcasts or read things about getting irritated, getting cross, getting frustrated, reacting, and then going back and apologizing for what we have done. I mean, we've all felt this sometimes. We've all felt the frustration. We've all reacted and we've all felt guilty about it. And that's okay. It's okay to feel bad about it it's it's okay to have done it but the important thing is I believe to go and to say I'm sorry that I did what I did I felt frustrated I felt irritated I've had a long day but it wasn't okay for me to behave the way that I did and this is an incredible opportunity to create connection wow suddenly my irritation and my bad behavior Gives me a chance to create connection. It gives me a chance to adapt. It gives me a chance to, it gives my children a chance to learn and to see me uh, responding rather than reacting and for all of us to grow. Just walking out the door and feeling guilty is not helpful, but using that guilt as a nudge to say, Oh, what opportunity do I have here to adapt and for this to be helpful is what I am trying to kind of offer today. Looking at shifting rather than just sitting in that guilt, shifting, using the the prodder, the nudger to nudge us into a different way of being. I often think that we we might also have a vague idea that we're feeling guilty, but not be 100% sure. So sometimes it's clear, I'm feeling guilty, I can't believe I did that, or I'm doing this activity and I should be doing X, Y, and Z. We're very clear about it. And sometimes we're not 100% sure what is going on for us. The invitation is to look at our behavior We often behave negatively as a result of an emotion like guilt, or we just feel really heavy. We have a swirling in our tummies. Our bodies are feeling discomfort, as well as that psychological discomfort of the emotion. Our bodies are feeling something uncomfortable. So become curious about yourself. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I doing? remember that actually the only thing you can change is you. So what do you want to change? Instead of feeling guilty, what do I want to feel? Instead of feeling heavy, what do I want to feel? Instead of behaving like this, how do I want to behave? One of the ways to be curious about ourselves, to put ourselves in that petri dish and figure out what's going on, is to look at the narrative in our thoughts. So if you become aware that you're feeling something, and then you become aware that this is guilt, look at the words you are using in your thoughts. I should be spending more time with them, but I have to work. I shouldn't be lying in bed recovering and leaving my husband to do everything. I'm a bad mum for not doing the activities that the teacher sent home for me to do with them, or whatever it might be. Because our feelings, that feeling of guilt is going to be feeding what we're thinking. But then there's a a loop back because our thoughts then feed our feelings. So if we're in this loop of oh I'm feeling guilty and oh I should be doing this and oh now I'm feeling more guilty and oh I should be more like this and it just goes round and round and round and we end up in this whirlwind of as I've mentioned before I had this chaos in my head and this chaos in our heads can often lead to that chaos in our homes. So if we want to change that emotional state of guilt that we're sitting in we need to either change the feeling or change that thought, change what we're thinking. And you can do both. But firstly, I just wanted to look at how do we change the thoughts? Can you change a word or two of the thought that you have to change the perception that you have of the situation? Can you think, for instance, I can spend more quality time with them because I get to work. So because I work, I have more space and more time when I'm not working to spend with them. I get to be in bed recovering because I have a husband who can do everything. I am a good mum for finding an OT who can help my children with these activities. Or I can be a good mum by doing those activities with them when I have the time. Or I've remembered that I've got to do these activities and I will do it with them when I can whatever it might be, I mean suddenly we're kind of, we're not stuck in the wasteland of no option or opportunity. We've we've opened the door to all sorts of possibilities that come with the situation that we're in. We've mentioned that another huge cause of mum guilt is that comparison to other mums. My suggestion if you find yourself feeling guilty after comparing yourself is bring your attention back your own lane. Look at where your strengths are as a mum. Look at what you do well. Be present to those moments when your child expresses their love for you and their joy in you. It's so easy to miss out on these things when we're thinking about all the things that we're not or all the things we don't do. And your journey as a mum with your child or your children is so very different to the journey of your friends or the mums in the pickup line at school. My invitation is you do you. Focus on your child or your children and you will already have adapted to move out of that, that guilt space. The way I see it is there are three things that we can do. We can change our response to guilt by thinking differently so that we feel different. We can do things, we can actually actively change our behavior or go back and do things to adapt the situation rather than sitting in the guilt, like in that um, example of being irritated and then going back and apologizing. And we can not compare ourselves to others, but rather keep our eyes in our own lanes, being confident in what we're doing, and holding our behavior up to our own values, and then adapting our behavior, adapting our thinking and our behavior as we go. The most important thing, I think, is that we don't just sit in that guilt, that we make a change. So choosing one of these three things to do to move ourselves out of guilt and into a space of joy, a space of confidence, a space of just lightness that comes with being present, being in our lanes, changing that narrative to something more positive and more uh, renewing and freeing. If you find yourself so deeply in the thought process of, I'm such a bad mum that I don't deserve these children or I don't believe that they can or that they should love me. If you find yourself in that, out of that guilt category and into more of the shame category, this is a, a deeper emotion, a more destructive place to be. But you can also get out of this. The experience of the emotion of shame often comes about due to more than motherhood. It comes about as a result of other experiences that have previously reinforced this idea, then when we become a mother, we really, these can be kind of even further reinforced. We just feel like we're failing so badly that we as a person, it's kind of reiterated that we as a person are a failure or that we're bad or that we're unworthy. And the result when it comes to shame is that we don't have the space that guilt might give us, the the capacity to adapt, to make the changes that would help us meet our values better. It's harder to get out of shame, but it is possible. And I, I really think that when it comes to shame, speaking to a professional, finding help to to dig a little bit deeper, to move through what has led to that point, to to really shift the stories in our heads can make a huge difference. It can help us to unravel and to unpick what it is that is leading us to that experience. And I believe that with guilt, this is the same. Both instances can be worked through with a coach or with a therapist who can help you with it. When it comes to guilt, use journaling or voice note yourself. What's going on for me? What is making me feel this way? What do I need to change in terms of my narrative, in terms of my comparison, in terms of my behavior to shift out of guilt? I really love doing this work with clients because there is so much freedom that comes when you get to know what is causing the chaos in my inner landscape, in my feeling and my thinking that then causes this outward show of chaos in my behavior. Once we determine what it is that we feel, what it is that we are thinking that is causing this, we can start to think about what we need to believe to feel good about our choices. We can start to make those choices. We can make choices that serve us and our families. We make choices that reinforce our values. We can express these to the people around us, to our children, to our partners. We can make choices confidently so that our children feel safe when they are with us. And so that we feel more in control, we move out of chaos, into calm, into control, into joy, into, <laughs> into lightness. Like other air quote, "negative emotions, Guilt can cause us to waver, it can cause us to withdraw, it can cause us to lash out and behave in a way that we don't want to, or quite frankly it can just make us feel absolutely exhausted. But it can be used as a positive, as a nudge to help us to amend our behavior, to adapt ourselves, to do something different. Really my message today is don't just sit in guilt. Don't let guilt run you. Do something about it so that you can be confident, you can be a confident present mum, you can enjoy the moment you're in, you can have children that feel safe and like you've got this and you can really be in that bubble bath, go for that run, go to work, do what you do with ease, with confidence, with joy, and actually, just perform better overall. So, thank you for joining me in this episode today. I hope that there have been snippets of it, things that you might have learned that might have been useful for you. And I really just invite you to practice this, to to try it out. If you have any questions, or if you want to talk about this further, please feel free to email me. My email address is in the show notes below. And I look forward to seeing you next time. It is a real honour and a privilege for me to spend this time with you sharing what I have experienced and everything that I have learned. And it can get quite lonely on this side of the mic. So if you have enjoyed this podcast or if you've found anything useful in it, I would so appreciate if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It really lets me know that I actually am making an impact, which is the best thing for me. And if you know of any other mums that you think, might like this podcast any mums who are managing it all so basically all of them please share this podcast with them so that we can build a village of happy healthy mums